Hi, and welcome to Father Luke's Homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of St. Mark's, Ipswich, for the first Sunday of Advent, Year B. I pray that this homily is of use to you. God bless you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Be on your guard. Stay awake, because you never know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He has gone from home and left his servants in charge, each with his own task. And he has told the doorkeeper to stay awake. So stay awake, because you do not know when the master of the house is coming. Evening, midnight, cockcrow, dawn. If he comes unexpectedly, he must not find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all, stay awake. The Gospel of the Lord. that you would tear the heavens open and come down. Well, we are here. We've made it to the first Sunday of Advent, believe it or not. Today we begin a new year, a new church year, a new season, year B, if you want to get technical. Advent, of course, is, is more than simply the Um, run up to Christmas. It's a season in its own right. I have a priest friend who makes a point of not mentioning Christmas at all for the first three Sundays of Advent. Clearly I don't do that, but he makes a good point. Advent, we're not focusing at the moment on Christmas. It's a time of hope, It's a time of waiting, a time of expectancy. In Advent, we are to stay awake as the gospel urges us, alert to the Christ who has come at the first Christmas, who will come again at the end of time, and who comes to us each moment of each day by the power of his Holy Spirit. This season of Advent is above all a season of hope, which expresses in symbol and ritual these important and profound truths of the Christian life. And as we begin this season of Advent, the readings are particularly poignant. In our first reading, the prophet Isaiah, we heard the powerful and emotive prayer of the people of Israel, for God to intervene in their lives. They are pleading with the Lord, their Father, to return and to help them. Oh, that you would tear the heavens open and come down. At your presence, the mountains would melt. I imagine many people in Israel and indeed Palestine are praying these prayers today. Many of us, at times, I would imagine, have prayed to God like this. 
prayed perhaps out of a sense of desperation, pleading with the Lord to come, to intervene in some kind of miraculous way. Perhaps the prophet sums up feelings for many of us as he laments, you hid your face from us and gave us up to the power of our sins. The same sentiment is echoed in our psalm. O Lord, rouse up your might. O Lord, come to our help. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us and we shall be saved. These prayers And this kind of prayer is important. Important insofar as they express an honesty and a passion for God to intervene. But if we're not careful, there can be a problem with this kind of prayer. Because it's possible to see this kind of prayer in a way that assumes that God is not doing something, that Somehow God has forgotten us, as if he needs to be reminded that he cares about us, reminded that he needs to do something. The people of Israel expected God to work in specific ways. At your presence, the mountains would melt, speaks of the miraculous way that the God of Israel intervenes. The problem with this for us is that it can seem to present God only as a kind of, I don't know, magical being who zaps down and does things from time to time when it suits him, when he's reminded, but for the most part tends to watch on in some kind of, I don't know, cosmic, dispassionate observer. Of course, this is not who God is. It's a false image of God. Christ Jesus shows us what God is like and who God is. In Jesus Christ, the God of the universe becomes a little baby, becomes a little baby for us in order that we might know and love him the way that he knows and loves us. This is an awesome mystery, a beautiful truth, and we have hope. Hope, because we can have a real and lasting friendship with the author of hope, Jesus Christ. In Christ, God has visited us. God has entered our world and now lives amongst us. God is all-powerful. God does not forget. God does not fail to act. But the way he acts and is acting now today is often so off our radar that we miss it. We can be so busy shouting up at the sky, waiting for God to do something, to to sort stuff out, that we fail to recognise that God is here working now. He is sorting stuff out. He is intervening. God does not fail to work. On the human heart. In fact, if we are alert, if we are awake to the presence of God, we will realize that God comes near to us now in many, many ways. He comes near to us through His Word, through His sacraments, through prayer, through His church. He comes near to us through other people. 
be it the stranger, our loved one, our neighbour. God works through his people. In fact, that's the principal way in which God works, his normative way, his, his modus operandi. That's his MO, he works through people. If you don't think that's scriptural, read the scriptures. God chooses a people, talks to people, gets them to do things. And so he comes close to us through his people. He works through doctors and nurses, caregivers. He's working now through the aid workers and the charity workers in war-torn countries. He can come close to us through shop assistants, through parents, through siblings, through teachers, God forbid, even through preachers. In short, God can work in anyone and with anyone who is open to doing his will. And when we open ourselves up to the presence of God, we allow him to work through us. And when we say yes to God and truly try to live that yes in everything, we too become vehicles for God's grace and powers and agents of God's presence. And when we do this, not only are our prayers answered, but God answers other people's prayers in and through us. Just let that sink in for a moment. That we have the potential to be the answer to other people's prayers. Brothers and sisters, God is working in us now, changing us, moulding our hearts God has not stopped being God. He has not stopped pouring out his divine spirit into our hearts. Amidst the trouble, the uncertainty, the fear and anxiety of our world, we begin this Advent season by calling on the name of the Lord, pleading with him to save us. But as Christians, we pray this not out of desperation, not out of fear, but from a place of joyful hope. And as we pray in hope, we are changed by hope. So let us honestly and openly beg our divine potter to intervene, to mould the, the clay of our lives. And may we have the eyes to see that God is not just answering our prayers, but when we do his will, he is answering the prayers of others and coming close to others through us. Amen. Hello and thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic Parish of St. Mark's in Ipswich, go to stmarksparish.org.uk. If you'd like to check out my blog, go to fatherlukegoymore.com. God bless you and see you next time.